what kind of programs does this school have? How are the test scores? How many kids do a classroom? Homes.com knows these are all things you ask when you're home shopping as a parent. That's why each listing on Homes.com includes extensive reports on local schools, including photos, parent reviews, test scores, student-teacher ratio, school rankings, and more. The information is from multiple trusted sources and curated by Homes.com's dedicated in-house research team. It's also you can make the right decision for your family. Homes.com. We've done your homework. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. You're listening to Rewind, a listen back on press conferences, highlights, and analysis from the 76ers' previous game. A remarkable come-from-behind victory in Portland by the 76ers, capped off by Furkan Korkmaz's game winner with four-tenths of a second to go. 129-128, the final score. I'm Brian Seltzer. Good morning to you. Let us join right now Brett Brown in progress from Portland. He's one of two or three options. Uh, Ben made, I think, the correct decision. Furkan made the shot. And... um, just a tremendous road win. This is a difficult place to, to, to win under any circumstances, and to come back from 21 points down in the second half uh, is, uh, is a real tribute to our guys. You mentioned the Ben free throws, and I know that's something that he's obviously worked on and you have wanted him to improve in that category. So for you, and I can see the smile there, how big was that for you? I mean, it's for him. Like, I'm just so proud of him because I thought, you know, he had, he had an okay game. It wouldn't have been one of the you know, the best games by his standards. But for him to, like, walk up, and I thought his defense was great down the stretch, for him to walk up in that environment and make two free throws, that, that he deserves that. Like, the work that he has put in over the summertime and the confidence that he feels walking into that environment is a byproduct of the effort that he put in. You don't just make that stuff up. He feels pretty good about himself, obviously, stepping in to make those two shots, and it's a... It's a big, big game for him in that regard. What does this victory say about your team? I mean, it's the second time on the road, down by a lot of points, guys coming back and stepping up, and this is a tough place to win. I mean, it's it's an emerging resilience. I think that is that, that is that is a, a a growing sort of disposition where they believe that if they defend, they have a chance. And although the final score is way too much, you know, in the fourth period, a few things happened. We, we, we started getting very aggressive with pick and roll defense. Um, and we didn't, in the second half, turn the ball over. So if you can end up with, I think it was 14 uh, shots more than they did, 
then then you got a chance. But it's born out of our defense. It's born out of them believing they can claw back from uh, from a few deficits that they have been in. What about closing out the game with Furcon? I mean, you decided to do that. We we ended up taking. I thought James's defense was excellent. You know, we decided to go with Furcon. Uh, in that moment, uh, for 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 obviously offensive reasons, and good for him, right? Good good for him stepping up. I thought Howell came in and gave us, like a, it wouldn't show probably as much as I felt his impact on the game, but I thought Howell Nato came in, and was exceptional. Really helped change the game during a very tiny window, and um, he should be recognized for that. What are some of the things that you noticed that he did to make that difference? Just a spark, a pass, hitting rollers. You know, he's he, he is a true point guard. He can he can convey a message quickly. He understands when I'm talking to him quickly about you know things I see from a coaching perspective that you can go and talk to him about. Uh, he can come off the bench and not you know take two three minutes to get warmed up. Like he comes in the game mental, mentally and physically ready, and he changed it. Like I thought, Kylo Quinn gave us some big minutes. I thought Hau came in and gave us some big minutes. I think that the, both of those two deserve credit. No Joel Embiid for the 76ers, down by 21 points in the third quarter. No problem. Furkan Korkmaz knocking down a three along the sideline in front of the Portland Trailblazers benched, but the 76ers over the top, 129 to 128. What a game if you stayed up and followed along. I mean, this was ridiculous. The Sixers, at one point early on in the second half, it just felt like they had no business really being on the floor at all. Rodney Hood went for 17 points in the second quarter. He was off the charts, gave Portland a really nice cushion. Then Damian Lillard started hitting deep three, it felt like, after deep three and C.J. McCollum draining mid-range jumpers. Sixers looked lost, but as Brett Brown pointed out there during the postgame press conference, where things started to change was late in the third quarter when backup point guard Haul Nato came in, and the Sixers built the foundation for a 17-2 run that bridged the third and fourth quarters. Fourth quarter, they got off to a terrific start, scoring six straight points, the first four coming from Al Horford, and at that point, the Sixers got the game within a respectable margin, down to four points, and from there, it was game on. There were so many dramatic twists and turns down the stretch, just going back over some notes, you know, thinking of Matisse Thibel hitting a three to make it 115-111. to 111. Damian Lillard comes back with a three to get the Portland lead back up to seven. Lillard, a tremendous fallaway shot, a three-pointer from him to get the lead to eight with under five minutes to go. You just felt like the Sixers were about to lose hold of this one when they turned the ball over and Kent Bazemore scored uh, to make it 125-118. But Ben Simmons got a steal on Lillard. He turned that into a jam to make it 125 to 122. Al Horford, a big dunk to bring the Sixers within one, 125-124. Ben Simmons with huge clutch free throws to give the Sixers their first lead at 126-125 with just over 10 seconds to go. Anthony Simons off the little drive, hitting the three-pointer from the corner to put Portland up by two with just over two seconds left. And then the Sixers inbound the ball. Al Horford, a phenomenal pick set on Damian Lillard to give Furkan Korkmaz just enough time to knock down, as he called it, the biggest shot of his 76ers career. 
and the Portland Trailblazers were not able to knock down a game winner on the uh, ensuing possession with what little time was left with .4 to go. And the 76ers move on to Phoenix with a 129-128 win in hand. They're the only undefeated team still in the NBA with a record of 5-0. and Awesome stuff. 25 big points for Big Al Horford. He also had five rebounds and seven assists. 23 for Tobias Harris. Ben Simmons finished with 18 points, 11 rebounds, and eight assists off the bench. Mike Scott with a dozen for Con Korkmaz with 11. And Haul Nato, one of the biggest stat lines of the night, plus 13, that was a team high, in six minutes of play. He was awesome. Some of the other bench guys, Kyle O'Quinn, James Ennis third. They were great. A true team victory for the 76ers in Portland to stay unbeaten, 129-128. The Sixers scoring a whopping 84 points in the paint, outscored the Blazers 19-5 on second chances, and had a margin of 24-11 in points off of turnovers. Great effort. Gritty. Emerging resilience, as Brett Brown described it. Cannot wait to talk with Tom McGinnis more about it. Simmons looking. Korkmaz in the corner. He's open. He shoots it. It's good. Furkan Korkmaz. It's a shot to put the Sixers in the lead. Portland has four-tenths of a second. It's a one-point lead. What a game from Furkan Korkmaz. Minutes are there to be had, and he steps up in a big way. Hey, he not only hit the game winner, he was 3 of 6 from outside the arc, had 3 rebounds, 2 assists, took 2 charges, and also blocked 2 shots. Just one of many important pieces of the 76ers 129-128 win at Moda Center in Portland. That is where we bring on Tom McGinnis. You have fun tonight, T-Mac? Oh, that was great. Yeah, no, that was a great team win. And, and that's what it takes, you know, when you talk about a special team and a special opportunity, you know, things like that are what add to that whole uh, description and, and games and probable comebacks and game-winning shots and somebody that you wouldn't necessarily think would make it. And, and I don't say make it, but that Furkan Korkmaz would be the star in a win in Portland. That's probably not what you would think uh, 48 hours ago or whatever. And overall point, it was just exciting. And, you know, it was that point about not giving up. And, and Coach made a great uh, point, as you would expect, about Howell Neto. And, you know, he said it probably wouldn't show up, but it actually would. He was like plus six or plus eight in that limited time that he got in there in, in six minutes where he got a layup, he fed Al. And I thought Horford was just pivotal for the Sixers because he's going up against Tolliver and even at times Labissiere, who's maybe as tall as Al Horford. But it's the Sixers' ability to go down low and get baskets and start chipping away. It doesn't all be three-point shots and home run tries to get back in the game because sometimes when that doesn't go well then you further dig yourself a hole but the Sixers were able to to chip away they did it a little bit before halftime a little bit before the third uh where they cut it to 10 and then you know when it got to be a one-point game with four or five minutes to go it the the phrase it's literally a, a whole new ball game and, uh, you know, they got some stops and they got the scores. Kudos to Ben Simmons with the free throws and with the pass. And then Tobias, you can't say enough as well. He went 10 for 15, 23 points. Sixers out-rebounded them. They, as you mentioned, with the blocks by Furcon, they had eight blocks. They did a lot of little things. I thought James Ennis played a big role off the bench. He had seven points and seven rebounds, but took his turn 
on Lillard. And then for them, you can't count out the fact that Rodney Hood, who was lightning, I mean, he was so hot earlier in the game, 9 of 11, all told, four threes. He was pivotal in that 15-0 run they had in the second quarter after the game was tied at 45, and he had to lead the game. So who's to say that he doesn't have a touch or two down the stretch uh, for them? In the end, McCollum had 16. He went 6 of 15, but a tremendous victory for the Sixers as they prevail in the last couple of seconds. 129 to 128. The 76ers didn't hold their first lead until after those Ben Simmons free throws. I feel like we've talked a lot, Tom, and it's only been about a week and a half. Just Al Horford, little things he does, always being in the right position. Um, I encourage anyone out there to like Google Jeff Teague quote on Al Horford to see what Teague had to say about Horford following the game uh, Wednesday at the center. Teague and Horford were teammates in Atlanta. Teague now plays for Minnesota. And really the quote was just about how perfect of a teammate Horford is, always willing to do whatever it takes to make the right play happen. And just, I mean, for, for all the good that Horford did like that you could obviously see with scoring the ball coming out with key offensive rebounds I mean that pick that he set on Lillard gave Furkan just enough time to get the shot off the Sixers needed yep no doubt and tonight he took 24 shots that's not going to be the deal when Joel's in the game and when other guys have it going but he knows they needed scoring and like you say the screen that set up the game winning shot that that says it all and uh, tonight he played 30 minutes he had in the end, 7 of 15, um, 25 points, sorry, 12 of 24, 7 assists, 5 rebounds, and just made play after play, and just a tremendous addition. You're adding a winning player, uh, a five-time All-Star, two-time college championship, who's looking for his first NBA championship. He comes later in his career, but still you know, maybe not at the peak of his powers, but still one of the top players in the NBA. And I think exactly what the Sixers needed, a veteran player who can do a lot of the little things and certainly, you know, help guard in the middle on a night when Joel Embiid did not play and just a, an absolute pro and a tremendous winner and a tremendous player for the Sixers in Al Horford. And I think, Tom, in closing after the Sixers' 129-128 win, going back to themes from last year versus this year, and this isn't to cast aspersions at any previous plays for the 76ers, but there was such an obvious drop-off when Joel didn't play. Horford is Horford, but Kyle O'Quinn had some key plays tonight, setting up guys, terrific hands, some tough baskets inside, and he knocked down a couple outside shots. I mean, I, I think that, again, big picture, when you look at what this team could be for the Sixers this season, there's a lot of things you can point to, but just their backup plan behind Embiid when he's not going to be there, I mean, that's, that's as big a thing to me as any. Absolutely. He played 18 minutes, speaking of O'Quinn, nine points, seven rebounds, five assists. He took nine shots, one of four from three. And, you know, he's willing to take the shots, and, and he gets them. You know, they pack the paint when he's out there. and Yeah, absolutely. And, again, limited role, 18 minutes, but very impactful. Uh, and, and another big contributor. Here's Furcon coming out of the locker room. A, a little standing ovation as he walks from the locker room. <laughs> Corkmaz, he's got peeps here in Portland and uh, well-deserved. He's certainly, Brian, as you know, uh, we've been with him over the summer a couple of times in Vegas and just one of the more likable players on the ball club, and you've got to be really happy for him tonight with the biggest shot of his NBA career. No question. Tom, talk to you on Monday from Phoenix. Thank you. Good night, Brian. Yeah, and to think that Furcon Corkmaz it wasn't set in stone, but he, he essentially had a deal in place to stay in his native Turkey to play this season had an NBA team not come calling. And it just so happened that team was the 76ers. 
Furkan came back and uh, early in the season, but a huge moment for him, building confidence, stepping up when the team needed him, knocking down a game-winning shot on the road against a very, very good team. 129-128-76 ers beat the Blazers at Moda Center. We'll get to some highlights coming up. It was a wild win for the 76ers at Moda Center in Portland. Ready to re-listen and relive it? Well, here we go. I'm Brian Seltzer. Tom McGinnis calling this one. Early on, Ben Simmons was in a quick groove. By the shoot, Lillard to the left side, back to Hood. He fakes a three, step back shot. Thibel blocks it. Matisse Thibel with his seventh block of the year. Simmons on the drive. Simmons into the link. By McCollum in a right-hand layup. A step-through move, and he put it in. So the Sixers cut it to two. Simmons started the game 5-for-6 with 11 points before subbing out, but he and the 76ers found themselves trailing 32-27 after a quarter of play. In the second, they were trying to make up ground. Tobias Harris was one of two 20-point scorers for the 76ers tonight. Now Horford gets back, and Bazemore comes back in and blocks the shot. Out to Josh. Richardson misses the three. Harris gets it, and Harris makes no bones about it. He jams it with the right hand. What a play by Bazemore. That led to a miss by the three by Richardson. But Harris able to get it, and Tobias now with seven. And the Sixers trailed by four, 36-32. They would be behind 68-57 at intermission. And in the interest of saving everyone's time, there were not a whole lot of highlights from early on in the third quarter. Sixers fell behind by as much as 21 points. Rodney Hood went off late in the second quarter. And then C.J. McCollum and Damian Lillard had it going on early in the third. But Howell Nato got in the game, and Al Horford started to pick things up. The 76ers early in the fourth had a spark. Al Horford goes into the lane on Tolliver with a right-hand shot good. Nice play by the Sixers. They ran Horford from the left block. Scott with a simple play, and Al Horford scores it. He's got 21 points in the game. It's an eight-point game as close as the Sixers have been since the second half began. 102-94 was the score, part of a 17-2 76ers run. Haul Nato leaving his imprint despite only playing six minutes in the game. Bazemore plays into Hizonia. Hizonia double team. He throws it away. Neto with the ball. Ennis made the steal. Howell on a drive. Off the glass. It's good. What a shot. Howell Neto puts it up and in. 9.05 to go. And the Sixers have once again crept within three. Great trap along the near side by Scott. And Ennis Neto got the ball. And an improbable layup is good. Making it 107-104, the Blazers did build the lead back up to seven points with just under four minutes left. However, the 76ers had one last push in them. Layup, Tobias Harris, Ben Simmons, a huge steal on Damian Lillard, took it back the other way for a jam. Al Horford flexing his muscle at the rim. Here comes Ben Simmons. His only pickup point is the foul lane. Horford to Richardson. 50 seconds to go. Josh Richardson into the lane. Back out to Al. He drives by one man. In the lane. He jams it. Al Horford makes it a one-point game. A right-hand throwdown. 125-124 with 65 seconds left. C.J. McCollum missed a three-pointer on Portland's next trip down. Josh Richardson got the rebound. 76ers were able to induce a foul. Hazonia fouling Ben Simmons. Simmons to the line, knocking down two free throws to give the Sixers their first lead of the night. 126-125 with 10.1 seconds left. Portland got the ball back. Lillard on the drive. Lillard in the lane to the corner. Anthony Simons for three. It's up and good with 2.2 to go. Anthony Simons with the biggest shot of his young career. And Portland has taken the lead. 128-126. Lillard on a drive and whips a pass with a right hand to the left corner, and Simon sticks a three. But you know, there would still be enough time left for another player in the game to have the biggest shot of his young career, and that guy plays for the 76ers. Simmons looking, 
Korkmaz in the corner, he's open, he shoots it, it's good! Furkan Korkmaz, it's a shot to put the Sixers in the lead. Portland has four tenths of a second, it's a one point lead. And they were not able, was Portland, to get off a shot of the basket. And the 76ers survive in Rip City, 129-128. Sixers shot 50.5% from the field. They took 29 more shot attempts than the Blazers. Portland shot 57.5% from the field. Sixers 11 three-pointers. Portland with 19. Sixers 10 of 12 from the free throw line. Portland 19 of 25. So such huge disparities in three-pointers and free throws made favoring Portland. But the 76ers scored nine more field goals overall thanks to the fact they took 29 extra shots. And that's because the Sixers forced seven more turnovers on Portland. And they outscored them 24 to 11 off turnovers. Additionally, the Sixers were plus nine on the offensive glass and plus ten overall in rebounds. Huge stats in tonight's game. Al Horford, 25 points, leading the 76ers. Also seven assists and five rebounds. 23 for Tobias Harris, 17 for Josh Richardson to go with six assists. He also had a steal, a block, and three rebounds. Ben Simmons, double-double, 18 points, and boards eight assists, and he had two steals in the game. 12 off the bench for Mike Scott, 11 for Furkan Korkmaz. Korkmaz, three of six from outside the arc, and Howell Nato in just six minutes, he was plus 13. The Sixers overcome 33 from Damian Lillard, 25 from Rodney Hood, 16 from C.J. McCollum. Great win, 76ers 5-0, the last unbeaten team in the NBA, best start since the 2000-2001 season. Onwards, the 76ers go to Phoenix, Arizona. They play the Suns uh, at 9 o'clock Eastern on Monday night. Phoenix, perhaps the biggest positive surprise story in the NBA. They're 4-2. and two. They're coached by former 76er assistant Monty Williams, and their only losses came by a point apiece to Denver and Utah, two teams that are thought to be amongst the best out west. So again, 9 o'clock start time on Monday. We'll hit the air with some of our pregame coverage at 8.50 uh, on Monday night. Big thanks to everyone involved in tonight's broadcast, especially on the nights that we stay up late. That would be Dylan McKinnon and Tyler Zuli at the studio. Now for the radio voice of the 76er, Tom McGinnis, Brian Seltzer saying so long for now. One final time, the final score. It was the 76ers, 129, Portland Trailblazers, 128. Have a great rest of your Sunday from all of us here at the Sixers Radio Network. You've been listening to Rewind. Look out for fresh episodes the day after every 76ers game this season. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot slash iHeart. 
Are the old world picturesque shores of Europe calling you? Set sail on an adventure with Avalon Waterways. Enjoy an elevated cruising experience. Avalon Waterways offers smaller ships, bigger experiences with fewer people and more of, well, everything good about river cruising. Don't just dream about quaint towns and cobblestone villages. See them for yourself and make lasting memories. Discover limited time offers today at avalonwaterways.com.